This week on Erotic Awakening, Cunnilingus, BDSM first, and name a book. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. The Erotic Awakening podcast is grateful to the support of our patrons and who receive ad-free early access to the podcast as well as other perks. Thank you to all of our supporters as well as our newest supporter, Lola. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dawn. (laughs) (laughs) Did we get that part back up? (laughs) We did. We did. We got it backwards. So, hi, Dan. Hi. (laughs) Uh, today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about cunnilingus, also known as eating pussy. Is that how you say it? Cunnilingus. How do you say it? I don't know. I've always said cunnilingus, and it sounds wrong. <laughs> so that's cunning why. Cunnilingus. Cunning, cunnilingus. Cunnilingus. Uh, well, that's how we're going to say Well, we're just going to say eating pussy. We're going to say putting your tongue. Well, we're going to say lots of things. We'll get there in just a moment. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So, per usual, this is a... Naughty podcast. Oh, yeah. If you weren't listening <laughs> Remember, to that earlier. Don't listen if <laughs> it offends you. And also, we're going to talk about a, a random question from the uh, Reddit, as well as um, a contest to name a book. I didn't, bet you didn't know it was a contest, did you? I did not know it was a contest. I, I know it. But should be, be a contest. <laughs> Dawn, before we go any further, remind me, if you can, of the topics on our recent Power Exchange chat. That was just oh. last night, so we should be able to remember. No, because I've done <clears throat> so much stuff since then. <laughs> um, I will tell you, the first one that comes to mind is we talked about, is my subs or sirs, or actually it was my subs... Or sir's issues is fill in the blank. Yep, that was one of them. And another one, I don't know what the topic was, but I know we were talking about, um, oh shit, now I can't remember the word. Oh, when things become complacent, Mm -hmm. how do you rev things back up again? Or something along those lines, but it had to do with complacency. Yep, complacency. And we talked about, uh, excuse me. Uh, health. What? We talked about health, he says chokingly. <laughs> Complacency and health. Mm-hmm. And we also talked about... Um, well, health in an MS relationship. Yesterday's mm-hmm. um, patron chat was about power exchange. So all the questions had to do with that. And we had some really good feedback from um, the patrons and... You know, they had some really good points and some good questions to go with it. And one of the things that I like about the patron chats is because it is a level playing field. Whether you're new or have a lot of experience or whatever, the patron chats aren't about Dan and I talking all the time. Even though we still do our share, it's not because we're teaching anything. Right? It is a chat with peers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I really like that. Yeah, very beneficial for us and hopefully for our uh, listeners as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we are being rated right now on the 
uh, podcast rodeo show that we were rated on some time ago, we would be getting told, stick to your topic. This is off script already. Oh, that's normal for yeah, us. I was going to say, that is who we are. So, Dawn, uh, on the way over, we were looking at a variety of topics, and I don't know how we came across. You and I were both thinking we should talk about the cunnilingus, and specifically... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what you are going to talk about, but I'm going to tell people how I perform. Boy, I, I, I don't know. What is this podcast now? 12 years? 13 in a couple of weeks. And I am still resisting the idea that I can just say, eating pussy, <laughs> licking cunt. That's why I jumped in there and said, if you're offended, go away now. Because, uh, you know... How can you talk about eating pussy without saying pussy? Yes, but that is what we are. Not only are we going to talk about that, not just talk about it in general, but I am actually going to describe my methodology, how after, I don't know, however many years I've been eating pussy, I feel like I'm pretty good at it now and my Mm -hmm. method uh, and just, you know, how I do it and why. I'm going to do the same thing. And I don't know that I've ever even discussed that with you. With how I eat pussy. I like that word, pussy. (laughs) (laughs) I like the way it sounds in my ears. (laughs) Uh, That's why we wear these big headphones. Uh Um, So, I'm glad you're enjoying that. (laughs) First off, the first thing I'm going to say is I have never been in a situation where there has been any resistance to me my desire to go down on a woman. Now, uh, we've tried a variety of things from with a variety of people helping us, guiding us with some ideas. For example, I was told that if you go down on a woman when she is on the period, that the very act of what you're doing will make the period stop. So just give we her a good... We have been told that. Yeah, so just give her a good wipe first. And you can eat pussy all day long, and it won't be eating, period. Um, We were told that. I tried that. I am of a mixed opinion whether I think that that is a truth or not. And I don't normally go down on a woman during that time of the month. And the person that told us was wanting to go down. That was at our house. Mm -hmm. And she was wanting to go down on the other woman. So I don't know if she said it just so she could do it because the other woman was feeling uncomfortable or what but uh she truly believed it so i i i don't know that i would be willing to do that either don't they call that earning your red wings well what you don't remember (laughs) young lady is i did go down on you during your period based on the fact of that that feedback oh was it me well i went out down on you i can't speak for anybody else or what she wanted but um and again i didn't it, it's not like I've. Anyway, let's move on from this. This is what we were going to talk no. about, right? But let's talk it about is a thing, all the right? other pussies we're going to eat. The ones that are not during the time of the month. Um, for myself, I don't worry a whole lot. I mean, if you're going to have an intimate time with somebody, you assume that they're clean to start with, generally clean, right? I don't expect a woman, nor do I want a woman to necessarily uh, douche or do any special cleaning or anything like that. Um, As a matter of fact, I once went down on a woman after we did like a three mile hike and she was a little salty. I thought that was pretty fine. Um, 
we should talk about blowjobs because well, oh, no, we're, that we're for not. We'll save that for another topic. show. <laughs> so, in general, if you are a female-bodied person and you're like, oh, I wouldn't ever let anybody go down on me because it's this or that, uh, let the person who's going down, who thinks they want to go down on you, make the decision about that. I have never met a pussy I wouldn't want to eat so far. Now, I will say, and let's just, you know, from a perspective of um, safety, right? If you are, if you have, um, first off, Interesting, don't go brushing your teeth right before you go down on a woman. And lately I've been looking into... Or a guy, but we're talking about women. Lately I've been looking into oral sex from a safety perspective. And you and I have been, often had this conversation, Mm -hmm. especially as we move more into a thinking that we might end up being more promiscuous with the sexuality and the swingers and the pineapple groups, right? <laughs> I recently asked on the pineapple groups, that's uh, RV swingers for those who have not been listening. Uh, you know, if you, you, if you believe in using condoms for intercourse, not for child's uh, prevention, um, but for, you know, safety for STD, would you use any protection for oral? And nearly, I'm going to go over 90% of the people said, hell no. Um, and some people said that they, their research shows that the sexual transmission of diseases from oral is much lower, insignificantly low. As long as, with where we come back to brushing your teeth, that uh, you're not doing something where you're going to transfer blood. And oddly enough, if you brush your teeth vigorously, you know, sometimes, you know, that does get, increase your exposure potential to things. Mm, I so want to argue that and don't want to spend a lot of time discussing it while we're going to talk about kind of kind of eating pussy. Mm-hmm. But um, it is a thing, right? I have brought in health agencies into the room when I had the room before the space and they will tell you that is absolutely not true, right? That there are viruses and there are other things that do not require blood to be transferred. It's skin to skin contact. Mm -hmm. It's any bodily fluid. So it is just as transmissible with oral sex as regular sex. In my experience in the swinging community, though, is is that they truly don't believe that. And when I ask for barriers to be used, like, um, shit, what is it we use with? Dental dams. Dental dams. And um, a lot of them don't even know what it is. Right. So, yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence. Sometimes I'm totally for barriers, and sometimes I'm like, you know what, I'm 55 Am I 55? No, I'm 54 <laughs> years old, and let's just jump in. But whatever. So that's obviously what the, the summary of that is. got to make mm-hmm. your own choices. Right. We're not doctors. Right. We're not medical professionals. Let me start off by saying, if you are going to use a dental dam, which is a um, either latex or neo <laughs> material, <laughs> or even if either. you're just going to use saran wrap, right? That's a, a cheap version of um, dental dams. Fine, go for it, but make it part of just like if you know when you if you're going to use a condom, make it part of the scene, hmm. make it interesting, making it exciting, right? I did that with that couple that we met, and we hooked up in Indianapolis. 
Remember? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and I ate her out because she had never been eaten before by a woman. Mm -hmm. And we used the dental dam. And, oh, absolutely. Make it part of the scene. Make it sexy. Make it, yeah, that was, that was actually really cool. Yeah. Now, let's move into, and again, this is not area where, um, that medical stuff, whether you should always use a dental dam, how the proper way to use a dental dam, probably... You know, do your own research, that kind of stuff. But let's move on to, let's pretend... The fun stuff. Let's move on to the fun stuff. You're, we're working within our fluid-bonded partners or <laughs> um, or people that we've decided, yep, I am going to go ahead and we're going to skip the dental dam and I'm going to eat this pussy. For myself, uh, and, and I'm actually going to... This is not the full, right? I'm a big fan of foreplay. Uh, I am not a big fan of go right for eating pussy right off the bat, but... That is one of my fantasies, by the way, to meet somebody who's never had their pussy eaten and said, and for me to say, okay, cool, let's go do that right now. Let's skip everything else, go right to that. I'll just add that to my list of things I haven't done yet. <laughs> um, so, a variety of positions. I'm going to tell you my favorite right off the bat is to simply have the, the female bodied person, the receiver, laying down flat on a comfortable surface, preferably. A, uh, a bed, if there's room for me to climb on there as well, right? To be at that same level, there is, and well, I don't want to, I feel like I'm going to forget if I don't say, or alternatively, bringing their body down to the edge of the bed so that I could be kneeling between their legs. Both have, how you position your body is a, changes the whole game for you. And it can be fun to switch from one position to another. Move around a lot, right? Um, we're going to start off with we're on the same surface and we are in... If we picture our receiver laying there, I am going to lay in as if a T, in a junction to make a T with my face right where her crotch is, right? Mm -hmm. Got that pictured? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then... Though I kind of see it more as an arrow because my legs don't go straight out on each side. Uh, okay. See what I mean? Look at my look at my hands. Because the crotch is like this and the head's yeah. like this. So it's more like an arrow. Okay. Like because, an arrow. I because, can see that. <laughs> my legs don't yes, go. your legs do not it's not a T, more of a plus. <laughs> if you did or, that to a Barbie doll, it'd go pop. <laughs> fair. Um so I've got my I am is that perpendicular like that to the I don't person? <laughs> Geometry, yeah. no, not my thing. And uh, their knees up, so they're uh, with their feet flat, knees up. God, I'm getting stuck with yoga terms. I'm doing too much <laughs> yoga lately, right? Uh, so their knees are up, one hand underneath, one hand on top. Now, when I do cunnilingus, I am a fan of using your hands as well. Um, the trick is, as we use your hands, right, um, in concert with, as a addition to the cunnilingus, not taking over for it. And what I mean by that, well... It should be it. major tongue action. Right. <laughs> with, with your hands as a supporting cast, right? That's a, that's a side, yes. <laughs> so your mouth is Fonzie. <laughs> and your hands are Ralph Mouth and Potsy. <laughs> Ralph Mouth. Is... <laughs> I've been reading the Ron Howard book lately, and that's where that one comes from. He doesn't talk about that in the book, just so you're clear. 
All right, so we've got that much, right? Um, licking is fine. Work your mouth up and down the pussy. Work out. And, and to be clear, I did not say tongue. Work your mouth up and down the pussy. Work your chin up and down the pussy. If you've got a beard, even better for male body. Well, for anybody that's got a beard, right? Um, and eventually where I want... And I will do some uh, tongue fucking where I'm just putting my tongue in, burrowing it in pussy and coming in and out. I will say that um, that is a taxing sort of thing to do with your tongue unless you do some practice with it, right? And out, and out. <laughs> I'm glad that you're doing your practice right away. <laughs> All that for me is cunnilingus is the beginning of cunnilingus and getting things going, right? Uh, really exploring and all that with your tongue and with your mouth and all that. But eventually where I'm going to end up with is I'm going to basically give that clit a little blowjob. And what I mean by that is I'm now I'm going to move my, use that hand that's on the outside, not the one that went under, but on the outside. If we did a video podcast, this would be so much easier. And move those lips aside. And if you can't find the little man in the boat, then keep, coming back i don't know what to tell you it's not that challenging um and most of the time most of the time most of the they're yeah good point <laughs> sometimes they're, they're mine's not but um i have played before with women that it's it's not so pronounced yes now in general as you know i hope already that clits are super sensitive and best case scenario, or maybe not best case, one of the scenarios that are particularly valuable to me is uh, what I want to do is I want to draw that clit into my mouth, but preferably with the skin on either side of the clit in my mouth as well. And then use my, and I'm going to be careful how I say this, use my lips and my teeth and hold with me for the teeth for a moment if you're squirming to hold that hold it all into my mouth and give it a nice, light, gentle sucking. Unless you're with me. Unless I'm with <laughs> Dawn. And then we're going to explore exactly what those teeth are going to do. The teeth are going to be there to just hold things in place very gently or a very light uh, gnawing. Or in the case of Dawn, who quite likes a lot of teeth pressure, mm -hmm. right? It may well be valuable to use the lips and, and teeth just to hold the clit and the skin around the clit into your mouth very firmly but gently, and then use your tongue to go back and forth across the top. Here's the thing I think that a major miss that uh, guys or people that are performing sometimes don't realize. If you're getting, you got a rhythm going and you're getting a good response from that person that you're eating, don't overthink, oh, now I should switch to this, and now I should switch to that, now I should switch to this. Can I jump in there, too? Aren't some of you guys taught to do, like, the alphabet? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> I will put in a link to that uh, YouTube video I showed you not long ago of the, that silly app. I was so frustrated when you showed me that because I thought it was real. <laughs> uh, I'm making myself. I didn't find. I didn't find it funny. I thought someone was actually <laughs> trying to sell that. 
And, and you'll understand that when I, we put the link to the app <laughs> so in there. you are going to know, oh, podcast listeners, that is a joke. It's a joke before you click the link. So realize it's supposed to be funny. So I've got that, that um, the clip held in my mouth via my lips, maybe my teeth. And then it is going to be the tongue stroking the clit. Again, depending on the receiver, some people, some receivers' clits are super sensitive, and you want to use more pressure and then direct stimulation of the clit. Um, and then once you've got that rhythm going, just keep. If you're doing um, whatever you're doing, just if you've, you've, you're getting the sense that it's the right thing, just keep going with it and listen for feedback. Biofeedback, huge, right? Let that person give you the leadership to continue what you're doing or maybe if you're super lucky they're the kind of person that says harder left right that kind of thing gives you that direct direction take that direction that's great stuff now all through this i've still got a spare hand sitting at the kind of the uh pussy opening i am as dawn said right this is my supporting cast i do want to slide a finger or two into this pussy and i'm going to hook up, uh, fucking it's Captain Hook. I can't think of any other way. Hook up underneath the clit and, and put a, some pressure there. Maybe some stroking there if you can't, if you can keep that coordinated, but make that your secondary because that's not, you're there to eat pussy, not to finger a pussy. Um, and now I'm all turned on and hot. And <laughs> there you go. That's the Dan methodology. Allow your pleasure to be visible as well is one of the big parts of it and this mm. is one of the reasons i a really moon in my pussy yeah holy cow right i particularly do enjoy eating pussy it's one of the things that i really get off on so let your partner let that partner know that and be respectful to after you're done eating their pussy um many of the people that i've been with don't mind kissing after that occasionally they do be respectful of that. If that means you're going to go get a drink of water or whatever, cool. There you go. Don, if you've ever eaten a pussy, you you can now that you know how to eat a pussy, you can use this fine skill set. Why are you looking at me like that? If I've ever eaten a pussy, you've been there. <laughs> <laughs> so I I have um um had had my share. Not as many as you, I'm sure. It took me a long time. I used to tell people that I was um, bisexual in spirit, not in body for a long time. Mm -hmm. So um, it was not until I got with you that I actually um, tasted a woman for the first time. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of what you said I use because I like how you do that on me, right? So mm -hmm. I'm going to pick up the things that I like that you do to me or someone else, right? is um, what I'm going to share with other women, right? Because that's, that's what I know what I like. So one of the things that I have done before, though, is before I'm, I'm confident in knowing what I like. I'm not always confident that the person I'm with is going to like the same thing right? So more than likely, they're not. So it's um, the, the three, four, five that I can think of in my head. I've actually been known to state up front. I don't know exactly what you want. 
So I'm going to try to listen to you. So feel free to be vocal, mm-hmm. right? I know you like that too. Sometimes I'll state it up front that, that that's what I like because I don't want to, I like it rough and I know that other people other women do not like it rough. So I have to be really careful with what I do because I just want to get in there and, and, and chomp on dinner and <laughs> give them, give them what I want. Right. You know, I, I'm, I very much the same way with nipples. Like I said, one of the, uh, the last episodes, you know, don't get in there and, and lick, 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 man, take it, grab it and do something with it. Well, I feel the same way about pussy mm-hmm. unless I'm eating someone else. Most of the people that I've been with like it to be gentle. So I have to keep that in mind. And my favorite position, you said that you like them like on the bed or the edge of the bed with their feet on the bed and kind of their legs splayed open, Mm -hmm. right? I've had more luck with being at the foot of the bed, their legs hanging over the side of the bed and not splayed. Okay. Right? So maybe splayed a little bit, but that way all I've got is the mound and the clit. Okay. Up at the top, right? So I'm not about fingering, even though I like it myself. I don't do it. I've got fingernails and stuff. So for me, that's, that's a little too dangerous for me, for me to do with other people. And um, so it is, to me, it's, it's all about getting my tongue in there and the flat of the tongue on the clit and the flat of the tongue between the lips. Mm-hmm. So okay, it's all good, about good. pressure and friction. Right. So I don't do a lot of, um, I mean, I do a lot of pressure, like I said, not a lot of licking and I don't do the in and out. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't do the, the tongue pumping in the pussy. Okay. So I like it on me. I don't do it with other people for some reason. I don't know why. But anyway, I also like to, and, and I know, oh my gosh, no one's going to be able to see this, but if you bend your finger like a knuckle, and think of that as the clit. Mm-hmm. I try to tell people that at the base of the knuckle is where I like the lips. And if you look at that, that leaves like a, a, your knuckle poking mm-hmm. up into the mouth. Well, that's where you can do the tongue. Right. So if you put the lips flush at the base of the clit so that the clit is in your mouth, then you can do the tip of your tongue, the flat of your tongue, suck on it just a little bit. You can blow on it, all kinds of stuff, right? Now, this works on women that like clit stimulation. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like to have that talk up front. If you don't like a clit stimulation, you're going to have to tell me because that is my focus because that's what I personally like, right? If you like something else, please speak up and give me a hint. Otherwise, I'm spending a lot of time thinking I'm pleasing you. And I'm not, and I'm not a mind reader, so it's, it's not going to be a pleasurable experience. So, and I really pay attention to someone's reaction. Like you said, the biofeedback mm-hmm. is amazing. I, I pay attention. I try not to, to think I know what it is they're going to like. I, I, I do it a little bit at a time. And then the other thing is the, the G-spot hook. Yeah. You still have to pay attention because not all women like that. Mm-hmm. I like it sometimes not all the time there's just something about getting hit or tapped in that spot behind my clit which is what the g spot is it's it's behind your clit right mm-hmm. and um sometimes i like it and sometimes it's just annoying so 
you know, you gotta, you gotta pay attention if they're still moaning or not. But, uh, yeah, that's a big one. So I've had pretty good luck. You've had amazing luck. I like the way you work. I can say, I don't know that I've had luck. I'm just practice, practice, practice. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Um, yeah, good stuff. And I appreciate the stuff that you've brought in as well. Because, And one of the things that's really valuable to recognize is for myself, because I have a patter, so to speak, in, mm-hmm. in um, auctioneering terms, I have my own patter. Mm-hmm. It's, it was really valuable for me to hear your stuff to say, oh, Jesus, why am I not mixing that in there? The flat tongue and all that. Mm, the flat tongue, kind of like a cat tongue. Mm-hmm. And you go, ah, you know, just stroke up and down, kind of like an ice cream cone. Mm-hmm. So an ice cream cone up and, and back and the the friction and the, the roughness of the, the taste buds mm-hmm. when you go backwards. So when you lick up, the taste buds go one way. When you lick back, it's kind of rougher. I, I will say that the one thing I don't do anymore is, and I really like it, and I like the visual of it, right? If, again, your receiver's laying flat with their legs open and you're at the foot of the bed and you crawl towards them with your and put your face between their legs that way so you can look up and you're looking up over their body, mm-hmm. I think that's a really great position. Uh, the problem is... Oddly enough, my neck will not tolerate that bend anymore for more right. than a few moments. Right. And I think that's why I like the the legs mostly closed. Not all the way closed because I want to get in there, right? Mm-hmm. But it's me flat-bodied looking down mm-hmm. at their crotch. So I don't have that bend in my neck. So Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it means they're seeing the top of my head, but... I'll look up every now and then. <laughs> sure. <laughs> see, see what kind of reaction I'm getting on their face. Yeah, make sure they're not reading a book or something. Right, right. Wow. So now <laughs> we're supposed to go back to normal stuff? Mm. So, Don, uh, I have heard a rumor that Anon MS, which is an event you and I will be doing in January, which you could find at anonm-s.com, I don't have to go to rhode island for it's now going to be virtual it is indeed so and um we will have more information about this on our newsletter so keep up with all events book news and discounts and more via the erotic awakening newsletter and get your ea shout out like arabelle from ohio and carla from kansas so head over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today Don, we are going to have to figure out, uh, again, I don't know why we still have this thing sitting here about should we have an OnlyFans a- account. I don't know what that we would do oh, on it. Oh, but, oh, oh, yeah. We had this discussion at a Pies and Geeks munch. Yes. Um, yeah, we did. Someone told us that we should. Very fun little event here in Florida. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what city Tampa that was? Area. That the Tampa area. Yeah, it was a Tampa area. I don't Brand remember the exact town. Brand new called Pies and Geeks. And um, we had great conversation with great people. And I have to admit, even though the sign said greatest pies in America, they were only good. It was good pie. They were, yeah. Not that it was well, bad pie. There's no such thing. You know... I was going to say, you know, but I really don't have an opinion. I didn't have any, but I did. I had the pumpkin cream. Yeah, you did. I just ate the top of it. Mm -hmm. But what we need to figure out right now is not related to pie, not related to OnlyFans. Mm. It is you and I have a scheduled 
couple of days where we are going to go away from everything and focus on creating our second power exchange book. If you've been uh, if you're familiar with our first book Living MS, we it's been over 10 years since we published that and we have yeah. additional experience with power exchange and we want to go ahead and put that second book together. We're stuck on a name so far. Yeah, it can't um have a, it can't be like Living MS part 2 or anything like that. We don't really want the words master slave in it. Right, because there's all kinds of power exchange, mm-hmm. and our power exchange has shifted over the years and not always used the MS labeling. So it'd be nice if it was a little more generic or allude to power exchange. It doesn't necessarily have to have that word in it. Yep. So um, yeah, yeah we've, we, we've kind of been we've bounced around some yeah. ideas like living power exchange, modern power exchange, and nothing's really come up. The that Dance says, of ah. Intimacy, Power Exchange, but I think The Dance of Intimacy is already a title of a book. I'm sure it is. Yeah, um, so, so if you have a view and an idea of what you think this book should be called, write us and let us know. And if you, if we end up using your title, we'll give you a free copy of the book. Ooh, nice. Don, before we wrap this thing up, I got a question for you. Okay. If you, somebody comes up to you and says, hey, Don, how's it going? Okay. Okay. Well, I'm, good, I'm, good. You're I, I ignoring waiting. them. What was going no, on? No, I was waiting. Them. It sounded like there was more to the thing. They say, hey, Don, um, I have never, I am a female bodied person. I have never been in a relationship before. I've never had sex before. Is it at all important that I explore vanilla dating before I start a power exchange relationship? Good question. And, and my, um, my gut is saying, no, not necessarily. What turns you on? When you fantasize, when you read books, when you read stories, what turns you on? Is it the vanilla sex? Is it the kinky sex? I mean, I could see where people would argue for do vanilla sex first, but why? Why not do kinky sex first and vanilla sex later? You know, there's nothing wrong with kinky sex. It's just another way of having sex. So if that's what you're thrilled about, shit, why waste time on the other? You look like you're going to argue with me. I am absolutely going to argue with you. Are you? I would say the exact... I hate vanilla sex, so I'm not pushing it at all. I would say the exact opposite. (laughs) I would say absolutely you should check out Vanilla Life first. Uh, And I'm going to say, again, they came to say, before I get into a DS dynamic, not necessarily BDSM kinky stuff, but... I absolutely go do the vanilla thing first because then you have a baseline there and you have something to compare it to. And the most of the world is baseline vanilla. So you'll have an idea of, you know, what the most of the world's dealing with. Also, I think I would be at a minimum, at least find yourself a community before you find a partner, preferably find a mentor before and a peer mentor before you find a partner. And the reason I say that for um, DS dynamic for a DS mm-hmm. dynamic, and the reason I say that is because I am, oh, I don't know, jaded. I am not. I don't trust a lot of domly doms to not take advantage of people, um, and maybe that's just. 
because I've had a f- seen a few bad actors out there, maybe that's overly smelly of no, me. I totally agree with having a peer mentor, which means if you want to be a submissive, then find a submissive mentor, not a dominant right. that's going to teach you. But as you start that first relationship, it's already going to be, you know, it's it, enough that you're starting this first relationship. But in a power exchange relationship, you might be starting this first relationship and... You know, they might say, all right, from now on, whenever you masturbate, you need to always be wearing high heels. And, you know, if this is your first relationship, you might be like, oh, I guess maybe this is normal. Maybe this is a kind of a normal demand. Right. Um, So that's, you know, again, neither one of us are giving you professional advice. We're saying, hey, this is how we feel. Mm -hmm. And you're wrong. I don't think so. Cause <laughs> to me, to me, it's like saying you must try mon, mon, uh, monopoly. You must try monogamy before you try polyamory. It's like one is right and one is alternative. And if we keep thinking that something's alternative, I don't know. Yeah, that's legit. That's fine. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how to put that into words. So anyway, so I get what you're saying. And like I said, it is just because I don't like vanilla dating. So I kind of lean <laughs> away from it when I well, give advice. We will give you guys all uh, in towards the end of the show. We're going to give you a bunch of contact information so you can tell us what you think about that as well as what your cunnilingus tips are. And if uh, you'd like to send us videos about how you do cunnilingus, <laughs> that's okay, too. <laughs> that should be OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> so we do have a couple of tentacles I'd like to throw out there because, um, uh, um, yeah, they're spending time sending, sending them to me. Um, but the Mer Pirate. Which we very much appreciate. Oh, absolutely. The Mer Pirate on uh, Instagram has been sending me stuff um, through private message on Instagram. And one of them is... I don't remember if it was a TikTok or if it was another small video, but it was how to make the, you, you've seen the silicone um, tentacle pantyhose mm-hmm. that people send us links yeah. to. Well, this one's a harness Ooh. and it actually shows them like printing the the tentacles on the silicone and then cutting out the, the shapes and how they make a harness out of it. And it was actually really cool. So I like that. And then, and Sam wall through Instagram again, sent me um, a video of a hammer vibrator. <laughs> it looks like a hammer, mm-hmm. but it's a vibrator, Very cool. which kind of feeds into the first porn I used to download from IRC. I remember there being the kinky, the kinky pictures of the girls fucking each other with condom covered, like screwdrivers and mm-hmm. hammers and stuff like that. That was hot. Um, oh, and then and Sam Wall sent me a TikTok. Was it a TikTok? Yeah, it was a TikTok of a couple talking to each other about an out of control inside joke. That it's like nonsense words that they use, that they only use with each other, but it means something totally different. And it's like, I bet you, me and you have something like that. Well, Because we have nonsense words all the time, but that's because we can't think of the real words. Right. And, and we have some nonsense words that we've used so consistently that now that they're the word for the thing. Yeah, like... But see, I can't think of any off the top of my head. No, but it'll until come we up, come across yeah, it, yeah. and then it's like you know the shibby deal, 
the, the shooby do. Oh, the shooby do. Right. It's exactly a shooby do. That's a U turn. U turns are illegal. Shooby doos are legal. Exa- oh, unless great, the cop great catches example. you. Great example. Yeah. <laughs> I'm performing a shooby do. <laughs> are there any cops around? Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. Feel free to reach out to us. We love interacting with you. Contact us with questions, podcast comments, or just to say hi. You can find us as Dan and Dawn at the Twitter or Fair Life. And we're Erotic Awakening on Instagram. Here's the links from the Erotic Awakening website for our Facebook and Discord discussion groups. Or just email us at Dan at eroticawakening.com. Bye Dan. Bye Dawn. <laughs> <laughs>